Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. So this is a dojo one, just me talking about some training thoughts. And it was a very interesting day in that I woke up around 250 Ran to the bathroom, jumped back in bed and said, all right, I'll probably sleep another hour. I usually wake up just after four and closed my eyes. Next thing I knew, I was opening them up. I said, all right, four o'clock and it was 5.05. I was like, wow, I just slept nine hours. And if I do sleep nine hours, I, I go to bed very early so that I don't have to use an alarm clock. And if I do sleep nine hours, I definitely feel a little not stiff, just a little like, wow, I've laid in bed for nine hours. Took a minute to get going, and I, I immediately thought, okay, I really want to get on the road by 6.30. And had some over-unders that I was doing. A good version where it was going to be two sets of them, 45 seconds over, around 130% FTP. And then the unders around 80 85%. So it's going to be like 490 watts to 340 watts. Um, the second one, I was just going to elongate if I felt good and started the ride, you know, got everything together here, got out the door, uh, for breakfast. I had just a big cup of coffee and a little bit of maple syrup. And when I say little, it's probably like two solid sips from the jar and headed out. Didn't, didn't really feel great to be honest with you. I, it was a weird feeling and yesterday was a super busy day that was a lot of running around a lot of errands athlete things coaching things coaches things and um i think i don't know it was like i almost just felt like my legs never flushed out or recovered from the weekend smashing and the weekend was definitely a hard weekend of riding and I've said this since probably I turned 37. Recovery is definitely a little bit slower. And I always laughed at that. But it's just true. It's just you really need to be smart about recovering once you start to get older. I recover way slower than I did when I was 30, 32, 33. And so I figured, man, this ride is not going to happen. And I was a little disappointed. I ate a few more carbs last night to make sure I was ready for it. I was mentally wanting to crush and I just didn't feel great. So I did my warm up. Man, tempo did not really feel like tempo. And then took a little rest. And I said, you know, I'm going to just, instead of jumping into the next little threshold warm up part, I'm just going to cruise through the next area where I usually do the threshold. I'm going to wait. 
So I'm pedaling, I'm pedaling, and I just kept telling us, I'm like, just clear out the legs. Like, just don't overthink this. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Go do the threshold. The watts were there. It just felt harder. I'm thinking, well, you know what? Sometimes it just takes an effort and things open up. I'm going to give the first one a shot. These aren't really that bad. You know, the, the thing about these ones for me is it's just the long duration and doing 45 seconds just under 500, it just adds up over a while. So I said, I'm going to get through the first one and let's just see how this goes. First 15 minutes went smooth. Start the next one. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to finish this and I'm going to add on at least one more. And I was thinking this as I was getting through the third one. I said, Brennan, don't get ahead of yourself. Just finish the, the 15 minutes and then make the call. Finished the 15 minutes. I ended up adding on another 15 minutes. So I felt really good. I get out to my turnaround, do my turnaround, come back, have a little bit of a tailwind, which was awesome. And then I did a little bit of extra tempo. And this is when you kind of just need to sometimes if you're feeling good, that's when you go for more. Sometimes when you're feeling good, that's when you do too much. It's a really fine line. And what made me do more? Because I don't have any big races coming up. I don't feel like I've overdone the intensity in terms of workouts. While I've had harder weekend sessions because of some of the group rides I've been going on, to they're almost like over-unders for me in these really fast Florida rides that I said, you know, I'm going to go hard today. And if I just am exhausted later, I'm going to say, I'm going to probably come back a little early instead of doing four hours. I'll do just, just under that. And I still want to go to the gym because the gym has been making me feel good. So I'm going to push it a little bit. So I rode strong and then I did a deep sprint just to kind of clear things out and not be super fresh and then try to do a long 20 seconder. I actually... I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. It was it was pretty windy today. Probably about, I'll have to look at the file, 10 or 15 seconds in, a crosswind came and it just blew me as I was in full sprint and it kind of freaked me out. And I laid off the gas and I like got going again, but it just wasn't the same. Like it wasn't the same continuous flow. So I'm kind of bummed that I wanted to see that. And then I was just getting too close. I was basically in town. Um, I had burned 4,000 KJs in three and a half hours. So I was like, damn, I was... I was motoring pretty well today. Super motivating ride. And the biggest thing for me right now is that I tell a lot of my athletes, when people start feeling really good, you know, I don't want to be a January superstar. I still, I think it's good to have some of these like, wow, I feel great workouts. But this is when athletes will be like, we got to do more. We got to do more. And it's not necessarily doing more right now. It's stoking this flame and knowing that you're there, but still, like, my big, my first quote-unquote races that I really want to do well at are, I mean, the biggest ones aren't until June, okay? If I, I'm going to put out my schedule in a little, uh, <laughs> my mom keeps being like, wait, where, where are you racing? So I made a, a sheet for her, a, a picture, like, uh, you know, these gravel dudes do it. They put it on, like, that's pretty cool. I'm going to do that and send it to my mom. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to post this. Biggest race in June, amateur nationals. Next biggest race in August is masters nationals. And I'd like to do well at Tulsa Tough since I'm uh, kind of coming back into the crit scene. We're going to do the one-two race and would love to try and help my teammates get on the top of that podium. So June, okay? But in order to race crits and do well in crits, I got to do some crits before that. 
There's a couple big ones in Nashville. I'm going to go out to those in May. There's a couple other events scattered around here that I'm going to do, but it's just for like having a hard workout on the calendar. And also, as I said in the last podcast, two of them are in Florida and I just want to kind of explore this state. I don't really know North Florida much and I'm going to be there as long as the weather's not crappy. But so it's, it's the way I look at this is there have been times where I felt good and I'm like, got to do more, got to do more. And I put myself into a hole and when I say put myself, I don't want to just use these, uh, I don't know if euphemisms is the right term, but I don't want to use these expressions without explaining it. I train too much. And I think that there's a difference between doing races and doing hard workouts. The hard workouts over and over to get to that next level for racing well in the races, I really think are what break us down because today was a great session. It was fun, but it was definitely like, I worked hard for that one. And I wasn't dying. I wasn't scraping the bottom of the barrel. But it's a 4,000 kJ in three and a half hours. That's a lot of work. Like, I'll probably be feeling that tomorrow a little bit. The, the thing that I think makes athletes better is the quantity of those that you do over the year that you can continually do as opposed to riding this wave and now having to do more and do more and do more and crushing yourself. So maybe you got three in in a week and a half as opposed to getting in like you know, let's say six in over a two and a half month period. I really think you come out on top having more of these, more quantity of these spaced out over the entire season as opposed to feeling that feeling and trying to capitalize on it. And even if it was May, you can still overdo it too much. Like it's a long season. And unless you have one big race like nationals, I would maybe do, you know, it's tough to say. I don't think I would change much. I don't think I would do too many more super hard ones. I would, you know, because by June I'll have, I'll have, as I'm saying, more of these uh, continuously. So look at when your big races are. And I just have to remind myself, yo, dude, it's February. You know, this is a great vibe. This is a great feel. Now, shut it down tomorrow. Thursday will be less intense. Go have fun on the weekend. Have one endurance day on the weekend. And then maybe we hit it again next week. But it's so often like, I got to do more Thursday. I got to do more Saturday. I got to crush it Sunday. Now you've just done four really hard workouts, which we all know is most likely too much for longevity in this sport. So, time to recover. I've been spacing out the end of my rides to when I go to the gym, get to the gym, do my lifts. And I asked myself, I came back and I said, all right, what is what have I been doing that's made me feel so well? My weight's in a really good place. I've been cutting out, for me, bread. I think I just eat too much of it if it's around. So I'm cutting out bread. I'm eating more couscous and rice and legumes for carbs in that area. Still eat a lot of fruit, a lot of veggies, hummus, Hummus and olive oil have been my uh, salad dressings. It's been freaking incredible. It's like get a big bowl of kale. I like beets. So I put in beets, carrots, almonds. Then get a big dollop of hummus and then pour some olive oil on it. Like don't go crazy with the olive oil. Like enough and then stir it up so the leaves are like glistening a little bit. But it's got this nice coat of hummus and it's like a jalapeno, a little spice to it. It's pretty fire. Um, I've been going easier on the raisins because I just eat too many of those too, but I'm gonna have some oatmeal recover, get on a coach's call. 
We've got a new program coming out that I'm super pumped about that I think is going to really help us help athletes get away from templates that don't help them. And I'll tell you more about it soon, but I'm really excited. I think it's going to help a lot of people that are on a budget and that want to get faster and are realizing I just can't, the number of emails I get, and and this is, I don't want to, I'm not knocking other training programs, but it's out there. I mean, it's talked about everywhere. Sometimes things just come to an end and that's okay. That doesn't mean that it's bad, but sometimes you need to graduate from one thing to the next. And sometimes you want to graduate from something that's very cookie cutter, which helped you and is a good thing. It helped you out. But you're not ready for a full-time coach and you're like, it's tough to find a middle ground. Um, there really isn't one and there's a good reason why there's not one. It's hard to get personalized without a coach spending time with you. That's why our coaching is not cheap. Like it's, I think, yeah, so anyway, I'm not going to turn this into a commercial, but that's why most coaches that are actually paying attention to their athletes and talking to their athletes and communicating with them are not cheap. It takes a lot of time. So not a plug. But this will be a nice intermediary with, I've been preaching about get a training buddy. If this is something that I think you and your training buddy could sign up for, spend a couple hundred bucks over a much longer period of time than one month. And I'm excited to see if this helps people. This is the only reason, if if it doesn't help people, we're not going to do it. But I think it will because I was close with the $8 program that was too – I was real. it was impossible to manage um, and people went crazy. They're like, I want 56 weeks. I'm like, dude, that's a template. I'm not, I'm not selling you that. Uh, so anyways, got a little verbose here, but I'm super pumped, super excited. There's nothing like a good night's sleep. It's just let's freaking go. Let's get it. I hope you get it today. I really do. I hope you get whatever you're chasing after. Just work for it. And if it doesn't happen today, it might happen tomorrow. It's going to happen just as long as you want it. You dictate what you get, period. End of story. No, literally the end of story. The end.